Welcome to We Are Venomaniacs, the Venom Site's official podcast for all of your symbiote news, reviews, and point of views. My name is Orion, and I'm joined by my fellow co-hosts, Carlos and Tyler. Hey guys, what's up? Howdy, howdy. Today we're reviewing the comics of February 2020, including Venom number 23 and Scream, Curse of Carnage number 4. So we'll begin with Venom number 23, which is part 3 of Venom Island. After cutting off his own hand to escape Carnage, Eddie uses lightning to separate the captive Venom symbiote from Carnage. Meanwhile, Dylan discovers a way to utilize his piece of the Grendel symbiote and communicate with the Venom symbiote. When Eddie awakens from his electrifying attack, he finds himself being whisked uh, whisked away from Isla de Huesos uh, by Captain America. The issue ends with a shocking cliffhanger as the island is swiped away by a nuclear blast, seemingly destroying the symbiote infestation, including the Venom symbiote, which is pretty much um, rendered redundant given recent uh, previews for comics upcoming. <laughs> you know, we yeah, kinda, I mean, uh, we we know that the news Venom's- at C two E two. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We know that Venom survives at least. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, I mean, yep. We're still not sure if Eddie's hand survives or not. Could be the symbiote, might not be. We don't. We don't know. But. Yeah, it's like it's up in the air. It's like, well, you know, how much of a sacrifice was that really? Again, it was one of my points of contention in the last episode. It's like it's not really that huge of a sacrifice in terms of symbiote hosts. I mean, yeah, we we saw some some breaking news, and from the panels that we've seen from the preview pages for Venom, uh, for actually Free Comic Book Day and Venom number twenty six, apparently he might regrow it back from the symbiote, or maybe the Avengers provide him a synthetic hand. I don't know. Something's up. He'll get a replacement either way. Yeah, Luke Skywalker. He is not. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I, I must say, issue the the issue was good. You know, there is it was at some points it was suspenseful. Again, Mark Bagley's art is just phenomenal in this uh, once again. And um, again, I'm just really curious how this uh, story arc is going to end, and it's looking pretty interesting so far. So, yeah, yeah, no, I I I, I think I like this issue a little bit more than the last issue. I really did enjoy this, and. Uh, I, I, there, I will say the one part I wasn't the biggest fan of, I kind of sparked a bit of a conversation on Twitter about this. Just Eddie's, I'm not a huge fan of Eddie sort of just dumping his religion completely now. Like, it was never fully confirmed before. Like, he had been having doubts, like, you know, like any Catholic. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, in the opening pages of this book, we get saying, yeah, he's like, I'm, I don't really believe in God anymore. So, I was, I thought that was kind of a bummer, personally. Luckily, he does believe in one god, and uh, maybe got a little bit of a response from him. <laughs> yeah, he is a he's a firm believer of Null now. So, oh no, I well mean, no, he's talking about Thor. <laughs> I talk about Thor. oh Thor, yeah. oh Thor. Okay, yeah, remember right. he he uh, he's like, you know, where are you doing all the way up here? What do you hope to do? Well, I'm gonna call to the one god who's going to listen to me, the one god who beat you guys in the past, Thor. <laughs> Thor. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, not only fire and sonic sounds are weakness, but apparently lightning now as well. Yeah. Well, I I wouldn't 
you know, I would say that's more of a a weakness for at least the Grendel symbiote more so than you know symbiotes in general. But splitting speaking of at this which, point. speaking of Grendel symbiote, I'm glad that Donnie like clarified it for people who still didn't fully believe. But yeah, like this is the Grendel symbiote. Like with the Dylan scene, we got him saying like it's not actually the Carnage symbiote. I, I'm, like I said, I'm glad, I'm glad we have that clarification because he, a lot of people continue saying, "Wait, is this the Carnage symbiote?" No, it's not. So, and and also too, yeah, because yeah, Dylan also has a, the the other piece with him as well, which I yeah, think and, that uh, was also clarified. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's what he was saying. It's like it's that's the Grendel symbiote, not Carnage. But uh, that actually, I wanted to talk about that because how do you feel, got that this meshed with the Good Son? I feel like I can ignore the good son issue. It you know? does feel like that, right? Like, yeah. it's been like all the all the little the symbiote surviving and stuff was set up in the one of the previous issues of Venom, and then we had the good son issue, which sort of shows it tried to go more in depth into that, but then it sort of went in a different direction compared to this issue. So it yeah. was kind of like so it kind with, of with felt the, more no, filler. We, yeah, with, with like Null being teased, with the Good Son issue, it was like he's almost taking control of Dylan. But in in this issue, it was like Dylan's like fully aware. He's like, I want to talk to Null. Like, like I I want to know more about him. And it's like I feel like he should know more, given that Null's controlling him. But you know, yeah, so it, 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 yeah it's I, definitely I a little like bit, little messy. It is, yeah, it's it's definitely a little messy. Um. So far, I would say I prefer what Donnie is doing, handling uh, Dylan in this particular situation versus, I don't know who wrote the Good Son issue, but, you know, I didn't like the way they handled uh, Dylan and all that because they really, I think they really screwed with his character in the Good Son. I didn't really care for it. Yeah, I have a lot of mixed feelings as well, so about that, the Good Son issue. It, like, I wouldn't call it bad, but it was just kind of odd some of the choices they made so yeah yeah for me like again it, it just felt more filler yeah it gave us it, yeah at the same time gave us more context but it just completely did a 180 on dylan's character for me as well so so we'll we'll, we'll see you know where this where that part of the story is going because we have two more issues of venom island to go yeah and yep. speaking of, you know, issues to come, uh, I know Aaron had one theory going off the what happened in the end there. He thinks, and I, I, I'm totally on board for this, he thinks the end isn't real, that the nuke didn't happen, and it's just the, based on the cover for next issue, it, like and what it's homaging, uh, it's the fact that these symbiotes are now fighting over Eddie, and they're like, they're causing him to have like a dream sequence. Like, what do you guys think of that? You think that any to that theory? I, you know, it it wouldn't surprise me if that's what they're going to do because the same thing happened more or less with Peter with the black with you know when he had the black suit at the time. Uh, but you know, for me, it was kind of a bummer that you know if it is real, it is kind of a bummer that the island was blown up. So and with you know and if Eddie never lost his hand then it'd be like oh so it was a dream after after this whole time but you know we we don't know for sure but it is something to keep an eye out for yeah i i feel like it that'd be that theory that 
Aaron brought up, or it could be that, yes, the island was actually blown up and, and Eddie's actually with uh, Cap, but both the Carnage and the Venom symbiote are actually inhabiting Eddie's body, so they escaped. But I mean, uh, yeah, I, we'll definitely see. Yeah. But either way, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens when this entire storyline's over, but I don't know. Um, I, it, this... You know, as as this, I, I don't know, it, it feels like to me that, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about Scream next, and I feel like Scream right now is the better symbiote comic. Um, yeah, I'm going to totally agree with that. Like, I, I'm liking Venom. Like, I'd give this an issue in a, a four out of five. I, re- I really enjoyed this issue, but it, it is just the fact that th- there's, you know, Scream is just so good. Like, I'll be honest, Scream is just so incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But yeah. Um, but like, like but I said, also, Mark Bagley's art still gorgeous. Donnie's writing, I still, I still do enjoy it. Also, I wanted to bring up something that LT Carnage just brought up to our attention. So apparently, uh, we might find out more context because on Twitter, I believe Donnie responded to a fan, "Oh, where do where do symbiotes go to heaven?" And he says, "Keep make sure you read next issue." So maybe something will be playing into that. Yeah, well, I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's the next issue. I think he just said like keep reading. Yeah, just keep reading. Okay. So yeah, so the symbiote afterlife will probably be dealt with, and that's uh, we're we're theorizing that's going to tie in with Wraith and the Exilons. That perhaps the Exilons might be what the symbiotes become when they die. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Any 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 other thoughts about the issue before we move on? I guess. Uh, it was it was okay, you know. I'm I'm again. I just want to see how this all is going to come to an end and see how it turns out. So yeah, yeah. I think uh, for me, the real highlight of this particular arc in this issue, of course, is just the Bagley art because I love Bagley um, classic and modern. So this is a real treat. But otherwise, yeah, the, the story it's it's fine. I guess it's chugging along. Um, I I am getting just a little bit tired of the cliffhangers for every single issue. Like, oh my god, this is a huge moment. And then, you know, last issue was uh, Eddie cutting off his hand, and that's kind of, you know, gl- glossed over a little bit at the beginning of this. It's just like, oh, his hand's gone, and oh, well, we're just... Oh, no. Out. Is he going to die? Is he going to survive? Tune I'll, in I'll next have a month. comment to say about that screen <laughs> because that is one of my few complaints about that issue. But we'll get <laughs> we'll yeah. get into that. <laughs> yeah, so let's let's finally get to screen Curse of Carnage number four. So uh, picking up from where we left off in the last issue, Andy has been forcefully uh, forcefully separated from the symbiote by Big Mother during their underwater battle. As she slowly drowns, she's visited by twisted visions of uh, her dead parents and Flash Thompson before the scream symbiote manages to save her. Their daring escape from the deep is foiled when uh, Big Mother drags them under once again to recount the truth behind the Beowulf legend. Uh, they are separated once more, and uh, when they are, Andy again makes a break for the surface, but then we're also left with this uh, big cliffhanger of Big Mother just swallowing her whole. So, again, another big shocking cliffhanger, and that's going to be resolved in the next issue. Hashtag delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, first uh, I, th- I thought we'd start this off with a Flash Thompson alert. Beep, 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 beep. 
<laughs> In your face, Aaron. Even, even if he is he's just a, a melting vision uh, from a near-death experience. <laughs> well, yeah, I like I said, I really like this Scream series. I like what uh, the team is doing, and it's my current favorite symbiote comic on the shelves. I'll say it's my current favorite comic on the shelves, period. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I could probably say that, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been really enjoying the Scream series as of late. You know, it's it was a long time, you know, for Andy to get her own book, her own book, but we're here now. So, and yeah, it's and, and it's, it's really nice. Like, yep. I I think one of the things that makes it so strong, and this issue does it also very well, that all the other issues have done it as well. But just the relationship and dynamic this establishes between Andy and the symbiote—they're both their own characters, and they both show why they need each other so much. And yeah, like, like there, there's that one, that one dialogue specifically. It's saying how the symbiote's like, I was like, you, you had so much anger that made you such a potent host, but then I realized like your love is more powerful than your hate, and I, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, because in this issue, it really kind of solidifies that scream is really the only thing that Andy has left for a family. Mm-hmm. And only, uh, you know, each other has got love, so. in, in, yeah, and each other, and it's just it's really powerful, right? Because they they need each other more than anything, and you know they're they're trying to f- figure out this mystery with the big mother and trying to see if if they can take her down in some way or how they're going to survive this encounter with her, and it's just very intriguing. It's just very it's just a very awesome read. So for those of you, I, again. Pick this, pick this series up, please. It it's, it really deserves a read. Like you have to go buy it. Yeah, and I think you know you both touched on something that I think uh, is what makes Scream uh, excel currently for me over the Venom book, and that's the whole thing of Scream and Andy are in symbiosis. This is a true symbiosis. They have actual needs for one another they're both fleshed out characters whereas with the venom book we we mostly get you know this focus on eddie brock which you know i like the focus on eddie brock because it's definitely something i've wanted all these years but it doesn't feel like a venom book to me where it's eddie and the symbiote working together i wouldn't go that far but i will agree that he is separating them a lot yeah so but, um, There's a bit too much separation for a book about uh, a composite character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I, I will say, with uh, with Andy, there's one point she says like she she finally sort of gives in. I, I don't want to say gives in to the symbiote, but she like she finally accepts like yeah, like cause she's been resisting the symbiote somewhat throughout the other issues, and it feels like she finally accepts it in the in this. She's like, yes, you're the only family I have left. Yeah. So hopefully we get a little bit less. I don't want to say just depressed Andy going forward. Hopefully we get a little bit more just comfortable with who she is at this point. But, you know, obviously there's still going to be a lot of depression considering it's called Curse of Carnage and her, everyone she knows is dead, basically. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny to me that these past two issues have kind of mirrored each other in, uh, in action, basically. Where, you know, we have Scream go down into the deep, confront Big Mother, try to escape, 
Andy and Scream get separated, and then they get back together and they're dra- dragged back down into the deep. They get again. again in between some Thor flashbacks. It's like my goodness! It's like they, they just keep then, dragging her down to the deep. <laughs> and then she's separated again for a second time. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Did we just read this part? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was, that was, I'd say, say my one complaint I was talking about, where it ends almost the exact same way, except even worse. So it's yeah, like, yeah, like Andy but, basically dying underwater. Like that's how they both end. And so I, I, I feel like that, I laugh at this situation more so than you know the 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 ongoing with Donnie's just com- always separating the symbiote and Eddie constantly. I mean, I find this just in a microcosm. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, also too the uh, another good part of the book for me is when, uh, well, I think when she was able to escape t- uh, briefly and she was in open air, she grew some wings finally. Yeah, no, I was gonna say the I really like this the symbiote shapeshifting that takes place in the book. We yeah, get not only do not we got like the mermaid form, then we have the the wing form. And then even the crab form. <laughs> I, I really, yeah. yeah, crab, crab Andy. Fish. Yeah. <laughs> Scream is now a sea crab. Woo. Yeah, yeah, I definitely like, um, you know, I feel like, uh, who's who's the artist again? Um, it, there's Chris Mooneyham and it's uh, Gary Brown. Yeah, I feel like, I feel I, like. Uh, I believe Mooneyham is doing the, Mooneyham's doing the Thor flashbacks currently, right? He, I know. He did. He did the first issue completely, and now he's doing the Thor flashbacks for now. Yeah. Well, Gary yeah, Brown so takes over. For I the feel main like story. I. Yeah, I feel like the artists are really definitely having a lot of fun playing with the uh, the shape shifting aspects of the symbiotes, and you know, I that's why I really like about the symbiotes books is is you know the weird and cool ways artists can really transform symbiotes. And. I will have say, you know, since I just mentioned the artists, I think overall I do prefer Mooneyham a little, just because there there are some panels like this is a, a minor nitpick. There are some panels I feel are a bit rough for Scream, like some some of the some of her teeth kind of look just like sloppily drawn on. Sometimes, see, this is this is what I was trying to say. Like sometimes the art for like where Brown, like he does like some pretty good. Uh, dynamic poses but then some of the other panels it just feels like it's off and it doesn't look the best to me like sometimes you'll see like the the claws are like slanted or like it's 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 a little weird right so some parts of the issue is not my favorite that he's done so far like it's not my personal favorite there's like one when she find when she first like bonds to scream again after almost drowning she goes like we are scream or whatever and then the the teeth are like pointed downwards for some reason, like, and it's just like this, game, like the bottom teeth. Yeah. It's kind of an odd look. So it, it's just some stuff like that. It's a little rough for for uh, Gary Brown, but I'm I'm still loving it. Like just he he I feel like Gary Brown uh, specializes in the horror aspects of the book, like with the melting bodies and all that, and those look fantastic. So plus Big Mother, I mean, I, I love Big Mother. Yeah. Uh, um, I wonder why, Tyler. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely, 
like I keep saying it with each issue, horror and symbiotes just work so well together. They very much do. Yeah. So this this is really this book is pumping on all cylinders, I feel, and definitely deserves uh more readership. And really looking forward to you know, the end of this arc and then what's coming in the next arc. And I'm just so glad that there's going to be a next arc. Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, I, I really want this to last while. Hopefully it can maintain a, like, at least a 20, uh, above 20,000 readership. Then Yeah, again, again, people, for those that are listening, please, please support Scream. <laughs> we need more arcs, please. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And also for the, I'm not sure to see where the Thor arc is going because it seems to be leading up to a, a confrontation between him and Big Mother in the past. So how she ended up maybe under the water, just sitting there waiting for thousands of years. Yeah, and I, I really yeah, like the, that too. You know, um, yeah, like the Beowulf, Beowulf the, stuff going on. Yeah, definitely. I like I like the integration of the of the classic Beowulf text and kind of marvelizing it. You know, I like that. And Scream saying like that—that's not exactly how the story went. Like there was no Beowulf; it was Thor. Yeah. And, but no, the, the art, the art, mother's those, not really those, mother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. But uh, the yeah the art the art there is so good. I love Thor just standing like in the waterfall and all that. That looks so gorgeous. <laughs> and and wasn't it? There was also um, there was an Easter egg slash uh, mention of Big Mother's first appearance. I think it was in a Captain Marvel comic. Yes, there was a little uh, asterisk about... Yeah. It, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, so that, it was uh, how she said, she's like, uh, once I woke up and in time came into my senses. So I guess I guess that whole wrestling thing still did happen, but she, she was like, <laughs> came to her senses after that. She's like, wait, no, that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back in Captain Marvel number twenty in two thousand one. Yeah, I I did see a tweet about that about her seeing her first appearance, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so you know, it's necessary for the retcon. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't think her just becoming a wrestler would have made much sense in the current timeline. So yep. <laughs> yeah, but otherwise, definitely great issue. Really looking forward every single month to the next issue and i really wish this was like us like the amazing spider-man comic where it's like every other week it come out by bi-weekly probably yeah that would be oh, yeah be great <laughs> i miss bi-weekly yeah uh any last thoughts on that oh again it's it's Again, it's a, it's a great issue, you know. I, I want more. I want more Venom comics, and yeah, just yeah, go out and buy it. Go out, buy more Scream people. Play please. Me, Cloud Chapman. Just thank you so much. <laughs> yes, thank you, sir. Such thank a you. Yeah, love it. All right. Well, um, before we wrap up, I just want to make a, a, a quick note here um, that you know we we haven't really covered too much about uh, the Venom two filming. Uh, last week I had the opportunity, uh, because they were filming in San Francisco and I live pretty local, about an hour away. I had the chance to, um, drive up to San Francisco twice to see two separate, uh, filming locations. And, uh, it was a pretty cool experience. I, uh, definitely thank, um, 
Seek Donnelly from the Venom vlog. Uh, he tipped me off to the first location, and I met up with him and had a great time uh, chatting about podcasting, Venom, and all that. So thanks a lot uh, again, Seek. It could, definitely couldn't have done it without you. I got a pretty cool selfie with uh, Donny Cates. I got to learn about uh, you know what was going on on the set. And then uh, on the Saturday, I had uh, I got to see a, a lot more of what they were filming versus the first time I went up. I didn't get to really see anything, and it was it was definitely a treat. And I uh, that time I had gotten a uh, a photo with uh, Andy Circus, the director. And I'm incredibly yeah. jealous of that. Andy oh, Serkis yeah. is one of my yeah, favorite actors. That, you're lucky. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a really cool guy. I, I'd almost say grandfatherly. He's super nice and everything. And, you know, I, of course I said I liked you as Gollum. Because, <laughs> you know, Lord of the Rings is one of my favorite Thanks, movies bro. of all time. Um, otherwise, though, it was a really cool thing. And... uh we we definitely went over all the spoilers and stuff that we were theorizing, and uh, it was very interesting to note that the two scenes that I was uh, party to, or you know, I was in the vicinity of, both of them very interestingly involved uh, Eddie separated from the Venom symbiote and the Venom symbiote acting seemingly on its own, just like Space Knight. So very interesting. Either we're going to see more of Venom separated from Eddie, or maybe more She-Venom, as uh, Tyler would want. Mm. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Very, very curious. Very yeah, curious very indeed. Curious. So. And um, also, I was going to point out, too, uh, since Aaron wasn't able to join us for this podcast episode, he was able to find... Uh, the tropical, the red tropical shirt that uh, Rudy Harrelson was wearing as Cletus Cassidy. Yeah, so definitely follow uh, Aaron if you want to get your hands on the shirt for cosplaying purposes. Uh, <laughs> he, he has the down low on that, so that's that. That was fun. All right. Well, um, otherwise, we'll wrap up today's episode. Join us next month for a review of March Symbiote Comics offerings. Uh, you can listen to We Are Venomaniacs on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music and iTunes, Google Play Music, and YouTube. We can also be found on Twitter at WAV underscore podcast. Check out our Discord server and become a member of the audience during the next live recording of We Are Venomaniacs. Join us, won't you? As always, thanks to my fellow co-hosts, Tyler and birthday boy carlos who is turning happy 30. birthday mr carlos oh thank you guys thank you very much thank you appreciate it yeah definitely welcome to the uh th- third decade club <laughs> yeah turn 30 i'm g- i'm getting old i'm getting old uh-huh. suck, suck. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> and um Thanks to the Venom site for permitting us to make this podcast under the TVS banner for and all of your generous support. And finally, thank you, loyal listeners and fellow Venomaniacs. You guys, you guys make an awesome community, and it's an honor to be your voice on the airwaves. Together, we are Venomaniacs. And now, a word from one of our partners at The Collective, a network of superhero podcasts. Hi. 
I'm one of the high priests of Conchu Ray, and I have the sacred privilege of providing you, the loony listener, with a podcast honouring Marvel's very own Moon Knight. Want to learn more about the Fist of Conchu in comics? You got it. We review all current and classic runs from Mensch to Houston to Lemire. Want to know where else to find the Avatar of Vengeance? Glad you asked. We also review action figures, video games, animation, TV, anything and anywhere Moon Knight is featured, we've got it covered. All this along with any latest news which may feature our White Knight, week in or week out. So join me and a host of others at Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or support the show by becoming a Patreon member. Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. It's time to get your conchu on. <laughs>